Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm Tony Caligiri. Along with Frank Wolf, Tom Prince, and Francis Beck from WNY Athletics, Roger Weiss is back in the house. Hi, guys. Morning. It's been a while since we've seen Roger in here. I forgot what he, I was going to uh, look for a milk carton to see Roger's picture on the on the back of it. And of course, Derek Kramer producing us uh, as always. Morning, y'all. There we go. Whoa, Roger whoa, is whoa, officially whoa, whoa, back. Whoa, 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 whoa! That is not. The Roger Moore. No, unacceptable. No, no. He's you, saying unacceptable, you've been Raj. Gone, you, you've been gone for too long. Yeah, he for, says you're for... gone for too long. That was, He said, in other words, that was kind of weak. You're morning, y'all. Morning, y'all. All right. Derek says, okay, we can, we can get by with that one. All right, he guys. He wanted a lot of energy is what he was looking for. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the second week in a row we're going to get into uh, a topic that is, you know, not uh, joyful, not uh, fun to do, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to do it. Last week, we talked about the uh, disgusting incident during a uh, hockey game in which racial slurs were hurled uh, at one player from uh, kids from another team. We talked about uh, you know, responsibility and whatnot behind that. Uh, this week, we're going to get into uh, a little bit on the opposite side, and that is behavior of uh, fans so we're going to have that in a little bit Uh, we have a special guest on the line that we're going to get to in a second but first before we get to that uh, we will also have our g&g fitness coach of the week who happens to be the gentleman that we are going to speak to Uh, news and notes guys francis i know you always have something to kick things off with all right here's a good stat to start out with akron the defending class d champion Started off their season really hot. They have 51 goals in just two games. So they are doing well, and they could be on their way to another title and maybe beyond this season. What's the big deal? It's only 25 and a half goals a game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> All right, what else do you have? Bowman Cup was last night. The juniors lost, the seniors won, and they fell asleep during the third game. Frank was, puts that pretty. What was, what was the third game? If the juniors <laughs> lost in the I, seniors game, preps, players, uh, junior sabers, kids from Nichols, St. Francis Prep. I mean, they're really good, but it was a snoozer, and there was probably more people in the studio than there were at the arena last night for those three games. Really, a lot of snoozer hockey games going on at that arena lately in the month of March, huh? 11, 11 goals in the second game. Oh, Roger. Hey, I'm just uh, going by what I read and all that. I, I mean, hear you. I hear you. Uh, I have one, and that is a uh, shout-out and congratulations, so to speak, 
Uh, Pete Kennedy has stepped down as wrestling coach at St. Joe's uh, after a long, successful run. And uh, Pete has been promoted uh, within uh, the St. Joe's uh, hierarchy. So uh, congratulations to him, and thanks for all that he has done for wrestling in Western New York. I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll still continue to be active in knowing and being inside of what goes on uh, around wrestling. A great guy, and uh, you know, wrestling community is going to miss seeing him there on the uh, sidelines during wrestling season i got just one quick note on softball anthony uh just a few softball games coming up this week that uh involve teams that to me are bona fide candidates to be playing at moreau park june 15th wednesday eden is at hamburg thursday lake shore is at hamburg and uh, friday the big one if uh especially you people up north uh softball junkies op is playing at will east that is a heavy. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully they have good weather for that one. All right, are we all set for news and notes, guys? Should we uh, move on to uh, what we wanted to get into today? And uh, later on we'll get into some other stuff, uh, but uh, I thought that this was uh, really important to uh, to get to. Uh, many of you have heard uh, the news this week that uh, Sal Constantino has stepped down as head coach of Niagara Falls basketball uh, due to harassment issues. And I want to start off first by saying that uh, ever since I've met uh, Sal, uh, I've admired him, I respect him, I've enjoyed our conversations over the years, and uh, I just consider him a great guy. Uh, you know, from my perspective as a youth coach, to be able to have somebody like Sal to talk to uh, about issues concerning coaching has been very valuable to me and it's something that I will forever remember. Uh, Sal Constantino, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. Thank you for the kind words. Well, you know, you know, I- I always light up when I see you, uh, whether it's uh, at 7-Eleven, whether it's at uh, our son's school or at the high school. Uh, always enjoyed our conversations and uh, really look forward to them. Uh, our boys go to school together, uh, just wrapped up playing in the PAL Basketball uh, League in Niagara Falls, in which the kids had a lot of fun. And you and I had a conversation about three weeks ago, I believe it was, before one of the games. And it was kind of like the tip of the iceberg, uh, so to speak, in which you were telling me about harassment coming from the stands during the game. Uh, stuff that your wife and your son had to endure, which there's no call for that, none whatsoever. Uh, what happened? Yeah, I, you know, so I, this wasn't a, I guess I'd say this was over the time and stuff, and I just think it's where we're at with youth sports. You know, we, we would we would be at games and in and, and our no-filter society. I, I, people just feel like they have the right to say what, when and where, whatever they whatever they feel, and uh, it, it's it it was an entirely disappointing. Like I think of our playoff run this year, and like my son's not some basketball future basketball star, but he loves the guys on the team. He loves the sport, and I think about how exciting it would have been to have him there because it was pretty exciting when you go to the Will North, the McQuay, you know, all the, how the uh, season played out, and uh, I mean the fact that I couldn't have him there because of 
I guess you call it banter from the crowd. It just, it all wore on me throughout throughout the process. I mean, I I pretty much told our athletic director before the playoffs started, though, you know, that I was going to step down. I said it's just been it, it's been weighing a lot on me, and and for whatever reason, maybe I'm getting older, but it just it just got to me. And I didn't want to announce it and make it a farewell tour for sale. I just wanted to say, hey, look, let's put all the emphasis on the kids, and then when it's over, I was hoping to quietly step down, but Obviously, by us being here and everything you've seen, it that didn't work out that way. Well, it's been it's made huge news. I mean, not only locally, uh, USA Today has carried has uh, carried it, and it, you know I know how difficult of a decision it had to be for you, knowing how much you enjoy coaching. Uh, one of the things you know, when you and I sat down and we talked coaching, it wasn't just X's and O's. It was how to develop young men. Uh, to be better people when they to grow up, and you changed the culture at Niagara Falls. And I remember uh, right after I m- I met you, which is shortly after you were named head coach, and you told me, Tony, I can go in the hallways at Niagara Falls High School. I can find five kids, suit them up, and they would beat my basketball team. But those are not the type of kids that I want playing at Niagara Falls, and, and you spelled out what you were looking for as far as character, the type of player. You didn't want the uh, wannabe street thug on your team, and you turned things around. Not only did you do that, and what many people don't even realize is what you were doing with the kids in the classroom. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, routinely, Niagara Falls basketball uh, had one of the highest GPAs. Yeah, we we I've been very fortunate that way. Um, I can I wish it was more, but I can tell you at one point, the one year, um, it's when we had Crumpton and, and Burton and those guys. Uh, we got, we won sectionals and and we were one of New York State's uh, scholar athlete teams, which means we had a team average of ninety. Which I, I get it, and it and there's so many programs out there from every sport that that get the award and whatever and stuff. But you know, we talked in. Probably the first time we remember a basketball program at Niagara Falls getting that. So I, I think that all put us in the right direction. Um, and you know how it, I, we say this a million times: the ball stops bouncing for everyone. What then? You know, and, and you you hope that you're developing good people. Uh, as far as the whole how this thing is kind of really blown up, almost blown up in my face, to be honest with you, like the USA Today. Um, I, I really believe that it, it's. They've taken a what is an epidemic all through the country, and they posterized my situation. So I mean, I know they were get, we were the district was getting calls from Arizona and New Jersey, and I don't really think it was about Sal Constantino per se. I really think it was about this ongoing epidemic, you know, of fans and parents and and the whole thing. I think that's why you're finding less people to coach and uh, referee. You look at what is going on, and you mentioned it earlier uh, in our conversation about people uh, feeling free to say whatever they want, wherever they want. You know, and I we've had this discussion many times. I was Sandy Beach on WBEN during the weeks uh, when I'm working because we do a lot of current event topics, and I think social media 
uh, plays a big part in that because people are able to sit behind fake names and go after people, especially uh, people who are uh, will be deemed a celebrity or 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 you know mar- even marginally famous, whatever. Whether you're a coach, especially in sports, I think sports really sees sees the the brunt of it. Where hey, you know I'm I'm behind this this uh, this fake name and I'm going to say whatever I want to that, and then they don't think about it when they're in public. That's how they continue to act, and it's really unfortunate because you know we've done so many shows and anybody's listened to Inside High School Sports over the years knows how much and how many times we've talked about the uh, behavior of people at sporting events. Look at uh, last week we talked about you know the play- incident with the players. Uh, a lot of uh, bad mouthing from the the stands, and what does it accomplish? It accomplishes nothing. What have you taught your child? You taught your child that it's okay to be disrespectful. In today's uh, society, it seems that class and respect have gone out the window. Yeah, it, it, it again. It, you, we're running into a thing where, with social media, I mean, that's a whole nother show. If you'd really like to go through that, the fact that adults don't really handle it well. Um, I mean, I work with teenage kids, and I'm forever, you know, discussing things about what you put on, what you put on social media, especially with players. You know, we we had a couple times in my thing where I had to go grab a kid and say, "Hey, look, you better take that down." But that's not you, and it doesn't portray you in a very good way. Um, and, and again, with the, I, me in my life, I deal with kids, so I, you know, I try to explain to them if you're an athlete, that will affect your recruiting. If if one day you're going to work like this, once is out there it's never to be taken back um i I, be honest with you i don't know the fake names but i mean i just think people just figure hey i don't see this guy so i'm just going to say whatever i want to say right And, and and that's where class uh has left the building and that's very unfortunate because at one time uh people prided themselves on how much class they had that that was the way you were judged as society uh, was how you behaved, and now, you know, well, we can wear pajamas out uh, wherever we want, and uh, you know, the in-your-face attitude. Uh, people walk around with T-shirts with uh, displaying the middle finger, things like that. It, it's really it's gone downhill, and you know, it, coaching in an area like Niagara Falls is no easy uh, thing to do, and you know. You've done a great job over the years of molding these kids. And, again, I said it before, I know it pains you to step down because I know how much you love coaching. Uh, you mentioned an incident where a, pl- a fan was ejected from the Wolf Arena uh, because of his behavior. And some local politician actually had the nerve to try to uh, circumvent that. Yeah, I, you know what? I, and, again, I'm... Here's what you have to understand through this whole process. What I look back at, and, and I kind of don't know if I did, I'm not the most well-versed person. So I, as this whole thing went around, um, I think it just it became its own animal. And when I said problems with the community, I think everybody just looked at the entire community, and it certainly isn't that. No, it's a, it's a select m- amount of people. You know, not everybody acts like this. Uh, minority of, stu- of people. It's really right. a small amount of people. You have several guys in this room that have coached youth sports and are currently involved in youth sports, so we see it at that level. Uh, when you get to the high school level, it's magnified. Uh, so when there's a, a single incident, it's blown up. And yeah. But it's still, it 
doesn't excuse for what happened. Nobody has the right to hackle you uh, during a game, you know, especially in front of your family. That's I think that's what really bothers me the most. Uh, my wife hates going to our Little League games for that reason because she has to hear some bonehead in the stand shouting out the coaches a bum, the coaches this and that. You know, when you do that, once again, you're doing that in front of your kid. Your kid goes home, hears you bashing the coach, and, you know, maybe the, the husband and wife are having a conversation and they're bad-mouthing the coach. Well, the kid learns that he doesn't have to have respect for that coach. And then that, co- that player winds up getting in the face of the coach somewhere down the line because of that lack of respect. So, you know, you're breaking it down. You're, you're destroying what should be a positive. We as coaches are there to teach them how to play the game at a safe level. Especially in the youth area, you know, this is, it's not so much about the X's and O's. And too many people are focused on championships rather than what's, uh, rather than the development of a player. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And again, I mean, don't get me wrong. Let's not take away the fact that we play the sport and you play the activity to win. But at the end, you just move on. You know, you have to be able to move on. Like there, there's, you know, there's a winner and a loser by the score, but there's not truly a winner. And you know, what I mean, you're not a loser because you didn't score as much as the other team. I mean, the fact that the kids are out there participating, if they're playing hard, carrying themselves well, then then it, that's the purity of the sport. You know, and I, I again, I think guess what? If you look at young kids now, they don't even of all sports, they don't even watch complete games anymore. They, that's so true. They watch highlights on ESPN, and they want to be the guy that's in the highlight. They don't understand that there's other guys on the field, and there's roles, and the success is a is a team success and everything. But again, it's a mantra. It's, it's something we've all created as a community slash society, whatever you want it to be. Um, my my situation, and, and I want you I want you to understand this. Uh, when the councilman when the councilman called me about the incident, I, I get it. I mean, he is he is doing something for one of his constituents, I guess you want to say. I explained the situation, and I want you to know, this councilman, I, I love his family. I love him. Like I, I, this, he played for me back in the day, and I never say stuff like this, but when he left, he was at Niagara Catholic. When he left, he went to Cortland, and I was the guy making calls for him. You know, so he's not a bad person. Now, here's what I'll say. In this one instant, I disagree with him. I disagree with how he handled it. And me and him, it's over and done. He came to the school the other day. We talked it out. We left with a hug. Like, it's not, the world's not, a, you know what I mean? Like, right. we have a relationship. I still like the guy. There's no, you know, but, and I, and I said, the only thing you have to understand is, I said, you and I disagree on this. And, and we were okay with it. I, I don't see any, I think that's how we should handle things a little bit more, but. Unfortunately, it's not how it works. Tom Prince has a question for you, uh, Sal. Sure. Hey, Sal, how are we doing today? Um, my question for you is I really believe what we're seeing right now is the AAU world now combining into the high school worlds. And I don't know how much of the AAU games that you've been to, but that environment can get very hostile at times where you really have the parents right up against the court really being able to give – exactly how they feel about a game or about a call or about a coach or whatever it may be. Are you thinking these worlds are starting to get closer and closer and you're seeing that more at the high school level? 
you know, Tom, honestly, I, I was a long-time AAU coach with the Niagara PAL. And, I mean, we've gone to events. We've played against Eric Rose, Rasheed Wallace, and we've been on courts where <laughs> we've been on courts where they almost had to stop the game yes. because it was getting so crowded and people all over. And you're just watching kids. And as coaches, and I, I'm, I felt very lucky. I had, a, I, you know, we, we, with the PAL, the kids never pay for anything. So at that point, I think we had a little bit more control of the situation. You go on these other AAU teams, and, and if I pay $500 for the AAU season, well, I'm going to give you my two cents. I think that's, I think that's in travel baseball, travel hockey, uh, travel soccer. You know, people start to pull a little money up. They feel like they can say and do anything they want. You know, and you should, and they feel like you have to listen to what I say because I'm paying. Uh, that, that's I, so true, Sal. You hit you hit that one from three-point land. Sal, can we put you on hold and hold you over the break? Sure. All right, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, Derek, can you put that one on hold? When we come back from the break, we'll talk more with Sal Constantino. I know Frank and Roger have uh, questions as well. So we'll continue our conversation with now former uh, Niagara Falls basketball coach, Sal Constantino. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with Frank Wolf, Tom Prince, Francis Beck, and Roger Weiss. We are back to full strength on the show, and we are talking with uh, Sal Constantino, who has announced that he has stepped down at Niagara Falls uh, High School for the basketball program. And uh, Roger has a question for you next, Sal. Yeah, Sal, uh, what I wanted to ask you, and you may have slightly hinted towards it. It's hard to tell because of social media and people can misidentify themselves. But some of the the people that have, you know, either you hear what they say directly or they might say directly to you. Tony alluded earlier that, you know, you could walk down the halls of Niagara Falls and find five guys that would, you know, not only beat your team, they would beat them handily. Is the element that you're causing all these problems part of related to that element as opposed to the players or the people directly related uh, or friends of the people that are on your current team? Um, well, first let me say, I don't know I got five guys that could beat my team this year. I had a pretty good team. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one year. That was the one year that we were 7-13. and 13. Um, That was towards the beginning. I will always live in infamy, obviously, as the only losing coach at Niagara Falls. But whatever, that's okay. I got I got to be known for something. Um, no, I, you know what's funny? Like, like again, I, everything always gets thrust on the parents, and it, because there are those situations, I would have to tell you, I have had some tough parents in the past. Don't get me wrong, but this year's group of parents were really good. They were really good. We, I, I just think we we get a small crowd of people that come. And they come to games and they try to make themselves relevant. And maybe they just don't have much going on. Like we're, you know, we go to a high school basketball game to watch high school basketball players. We don't go there to watch a coach, coach, a ref, ref, or people in the stands hooting and hollering. So I, I just think it, it for the small group that was burdensome to me throughout the years. I just think it was people trying to make themselves relevant who maybe they just don't have a whole lot going on. 
So not necessarily even uh, related to uh, the kids on your team? No, no, no. You know, I, I had a situation a couple of years ago where a gentleman was screaming and crazy and every, you know, and, and again, I, I, I'm very fortunate from a district standpoint that our athletic director handled every situation that came about. Nobody ever turned their thing. Uh, everything, everything in our school community, from our superintendent to our AD to our administrators to our teachers, the cleaners in the building, everyone has been nothing but supportive in my time there. So um, the unfortunate thing is when people walk in a gym, you can't look at them and say, this is a bad fan. We ha- everything is reactionary. Um, but I had a situation where one of my kids was being recruited by a college coach, and the guy called me after the game and says, i got to ask you a question. That guy's not related to him, is he? And I was kind of like, no, 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 no. But the guy was yelling things to the kid, don't listen to this or do your own thing or do this and that. And I don't think those people realize how quick. If I'm lucky that I had a relationship with the college coach or it could have affected a kid's um, recruitment. Hey, Sal, good morning to you. Frank Wolf, WNY Athletics. We really appreciate you taking your time to join us. Um, I had talked to a number of former players last week after the announcement was made, and uh, the influence you had on these gentlemen was overwhelmingly positive, and the things they had to say about you was almost like you were a god to them. You went above and beyond uh, for a lot of them, and not all of these kids were blue chippers. You had kids that maybe not have ever seen a lot of time on the floor that were very complimentary of how you handled them throughout their high school career. Before they made it to high school, you had known them through the PAL and even after how you'd stayed in touch with them. And uh, one guy in particular said to me, because I had asked him, I said, what's going on up there? Because I'm on social media and I see how they attack this guy day after day, year after year, and it's the same four or five guys. And this guy said to me, and he was one of your top players, I'm not going to say his name, he said, Frank, those guys couldn't play. And they were upset because they thought they deserved more time. He's like, Frank, they were not good enough to play on that team with me. They were not they weren't good enough. And and that and they're heartbroken and they're upset because they weren't good enough to play and they couldn't handle it. Because their friends are playing well and you know they're sitting the bench and there was a reason why they were sitting the bench. He goes, They weren't good enough to play. And he goes, That's and they're, and they're still bent out of shape, you know, 5, 10, 15 years later, whatever it is. You know, I know you've only been there nine years, but they're, they're still bent out of shape. And, Sal, it, it gets to me sometimes to hear when a, a good man who goes out of his way to help people gets beat up through social media. And some of you guys, and I know you're listening, some of you guys that post stuff about Sal, you guys are so off, you guys are off your rockers. You have no idea what you're talking about. Every one of you think you were going D1 or D2. You see all these guys making all this money, and you think you're going to make it. You know, there's more to life than basketball. There's more to life than high school sports. And Sal Constantino is one of the coaches in Western New York that made put an emphasis on what are you going to do when it's all said and done. When you can't put that jersey on anymore, how much better are you in life? You know, Sal was raising men here. And look what happened to El Monaco. You know, it's the same thing. These parents step, you know, over the boundaries. How about Sister Maria? Sister, another one. Yeah, you I, can go on and on about uh, you know coaches <clears throat> being 
uh, let go or, you know, for different reasons. And people have now figured out that they have a power, they have a, an avenue to out a coach that they don't disagree with. Maybe the coach yelled at their kid during practice and they don't like that. You know, uh, in this today's day and age where our feelings are hurt at the drop of a dime. Anthony, in my day, I would have killed to be the 15th guy on the basketball team, the 15th guy on the baseball team, the 33rd guy on the football team. Just once in each one of those sports, there's the team picture. See, number... Well, I don't know, 14, that's Pete Rose's number, so I'll use that. Number 14, that's me. 50 years later, I would have loved to have been. I wasn't good enough, I realized it. You know, it, 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 we're in a time period where people, the armchair quarterback thinks they know more of what's going on out there. And we, I mean, come on, we've all done that. We sit at home and we yell and scream at, at whoever the Buffalo Bills coach is because we think we know more. You don't. You, you don't. You don't know more <laughs> if than an know, NFL coach. If so you let's know knock more, it off. why don't you tell the coach? <laughs> or become why a coach. Why do you hold back? I, I got to say, that the resumes for that head coaching job have to be a stack, you know, this high right now. Of all these people you see on social media going about how much they know about basketball, how great a coach they would be if they had, if they had a guy like Willie Lightfoot or whatever. If I had them, we'd do this. Oh, yeah? Put your resume in, pal. Put your resume in. Can you show up for work on time? Can you show? Can you hold a job, number one? I, let me give you an example, all right? You know, uh, every offseason, I'll, I'll watch courses and do things on coaching football. And I think I pre- have a pretty good handle on the game of football. Then I'll sit down with a high school coach and realize, I don't know Jack. <laughs> I don't know Jack compared to this guy. So, you know, you, you got to... You got to knock it off as a fan. It's okay to be upset when your team loses. I get that, or you you didn't get. But uh, don't pretend that you know more than the coach out there. Sal, I'm sure that drives you nuts. Yeah, first let me tell you, I I, to even have my name mentioned with Sister Marie and and, uh, I mean Al Monaco is a friend of mine, and I respect him for all of his years of, of basketball and the fact of what he's done to help kids too. So I. And I feel very lucky to even be mentioned with those, with those names. Um, yeah, you know, it, it. You try to get past it, and, and in a different world, you know, when I first started over, like my, you know, my my son was only two. We obviously not coming to games, not this and that. I, I could take it a little bit more. And don't get me wrong, criticism is not a bad thing. Like we, I'll tell you this: I have received so much positive feedback from the community, and be it the Niagara Falls community, be it. Uh, college coaches, high school coaches, the whole Western New York community. Um, and I have received some negative feedback, but that's okay. You need that negative feedback at times to keep you humble and keep you grounded. And, and it makes you appreciate all the good things if you don't have a little bit of negativity. What has been the reaction from the high school community? I mean, you know an awful lot of high school coaches out there. Uh, have many reached out to you uh, to ask what happened or uh, to uh, talk to you about it? I, I've gotten a ton of calls and emails that were really, I mean, as far as uh, Jack Leisure up in McQuaid. I mean, all the local guys, um, uh, Brian Fruscio at Albany Academy, like guys that you get to know over the years and stuff. And you think, you, I like to think, always dealt fairly and honestly with them all, so we, we develop a friendship. You know you know how it is. Coaching becomes its own little union sure. at some point. 
Um, I think one of the things that that a coach, a local coach, sent me was, you know, so I, I know you didn't want all of this, which I really did. And again, you know what? I really, I really want to move on and be past this. Um, the only reason I really did today's show is is I know what a good you guys are for uh, Western New York high school sports, and, and I I appreciate what you guys do not just for basketball but for all the sports. Um, but I'm hoping this is my last one. I'm hoping this is the end. But the one local coach, he goes, you know what, Sally goes. Hopefully, if anything good comes from it, it it opens up a conversation, you know, awareness, that and not just in high school basketball, but maybe the guy running the travel hockey or the little league baseball sits down with his people and say, okay, look, before this team rolls us and we're more famous for the wrong things than we want to be, how are we going to handle these situations? So hopefully some good comes from it. Yes. Well, let me ask you this, Coach. The uh, other coaches at Niagara Falls High School and the various other sports, uh, have any of them... Uh, been harassed throughout their careers uh, in the community, or is this strictly a basketball thing? Well, I, you know, I can't speak for any of them, and, and I don't, I can't say, hey, I remember this guy told me this, this, and that. So, I, I, I of my personal knowledge, I'd say no. Um, I will say basketball is kind of like the flagship program. If you, you know what I mean? Like right. all the success from the Lacelle days to the '05 team to, you know, I mean, it's just been big. Um, Again, I, I can appreciate, I can so appreciate the on-the-court success. But I, I hope that's not what I remember. Like, I look right now, and I always tell people, they say, how many wins you can? I really mean it. I know it sounds corny, but I don't know my record. I, don't, I know I got 22 kids that have graduated from college or are currently in college. I got two in the military, and I got four seniors this year that are all set to go to college. Now, not all those kids play basketball. And I certainly don't want to take credit for that. I just like, I just want the fact that that is the culture of what we're trying to do with student athletes at Niagara Falls. And that's absolutely outstanding. That's what it's all about. Uh, what's next for you, Sal? I know again how much you love coaching. And hey, if you ever want to, we have room at Niagara Falls Junior Football Club. If you want to come join us, uh, <laughs> we'll make room for uh, Sal Constantino any day of the week because you just uh, you mean so much to the kids in the community. But what's next for you? Well, I I want to. I, I guess here, and this was a really, like, obviously the most difficult time of all of this was telling the players I was stepping down. And I, I again, I teared up during it because that's what I do. I, I'm, I cry. you gotta, you got to excuse that part of me. You're Italian. <laughs> You're, I, I can relate, Sal. Believe me, I can relate. <laughs> Let them know that the only difference in our relationship, the absolute only difference is on game day, I will not be on that sideline. I know we're at the end of our marking period right now, so I was knocking heads all week, making sure guys had their work turned in. Sal, you got to hear this. I just got two messages, and I'd be remiss if I didn't relate them to you. Message number one, great interview. Sal is a great person and coach who has the game of basketball and life all in the right perspective. Very sad for the future players at Niagara Falls. I wish them nothing from the, but the best. That is from uh, former Orchard Park Athletic Director Jim Trampert. And the other one is from uh, Mark Kenzie. Uh, bear with me, I'm uh, all thumbs here. But he says, Western New York is losing a coaching legend in sale. 
Yeah, I, I don't want the word legend, but okay. I, again, I, I just, I'm not stepping away from from the kids at all. It's funny, like I, I just entered us in three team camps for the summer. Mike McDonald, Damon's one of them, and Mike McDonald said, he goes, well, you're the first coach to ever step down and enter a team in a, in a team camp. And I go, well, I'm not, I just want to be into the shadows a little bit. I think there's something for me to do for the kids in the shadows. Um, I'm still helping them with their recruiting. Matter of fact, um, last weekend, the day that they were playing, uh, Washington and Oregon contacted me about Lightfoot. You know what I mean? So I'm still part of the process. Um, the other side of it is, I, and I really, this is the only part that I kind of look a little bit concerned about in the whole thing is, I like to think I do a little bit more than just help basketball players. Like I, I you know, this is what we're, it's a sports talk show. We love the sport. But I hope I'm effective in the building with all kids. So I hope that's something that I can keep continuing to do. And I've taken over the volunteer assistant coaching position for the Unified Sports Basketball Team at Niagara Falls. Outstanding. Outstanding sell. Well, I know I'll see you from time to time with uh, you know things that our kids are involved in and uh, looking forward to sitting down with you and uh, talking some more just uh, in sports in general. As I said, you've been, uh, you've been there for me, giving me great advice over the years that's helped me grow as a coach. And I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done uh, for not only myself, but the community of Niagara Falls. I know how respected you are. I talk to the other coaches that I coach with, uh, whether it's at uh, NFJFC or at Cayuga Baseball, and uh, everybody has positive things to say about Sal Constantino. I want to wish you the best, and thank you for spending time with us this morning. Hey, guys, I really appreciate it. And, and, again, like I said, just know that I know you've had two tough topics the last two weeks, but you guys shine a light, a positive light on everything that's right about high school sports around here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sal. I'll talk to you down the road, buddy. Got it. Take care, guys. All right, Sal Constantino. Wow. <clears throat> Not an easy topic to do, but um, we felt that we had to do it. And, uh take this time to say congratulations to Sal Constantino, who is our G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. If you go to livefit.com, that's where you go to nominate a coach, and I thought Sal's well-deserving for his <clears throat> tremendous work that he has done uh, throughout his time at Niagara Falls High School. We'll be back with one last segment of Inside High School Sports. Welcome back. Last segment of Inside High School Sports. Thanks to Sal Constantino for spending time with us this morning. I know it's not an easy uh, thing to talk about, and I'm sure he just wants to move on, so we really appreciate his time. Don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11, and then tonight at 7 o'clock, the Sabres and the Islanders face off. Uh, keep it locked right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. There's always something happening in sports, so this is the station you want to be locked into, especially with uh, football offseason up and running. Roger, uh, we have uh, probably enough time, and I know you know every year you like to get uh, do your top uh, 25, I believe, that you have for uh, girls basketball. Uh, let's at least squeeze some of that in there and uh, end the show on a positive note. Okay, and I'm going to go uh, from the fifth team down. Actually, we have 26 this year. We have five teams. Oh, bonus. And, 
plus a ball Wait player. Wait a minute. Do I have to pay extra for a bonus? Yep. Oh, man. Frank says it was all taken care of. He had it all arranged with you. I want my lawyers. Anyway, uh, coach, coach of the year will be Gary Shutram from uh, East Aurora High School. Did a great job. I don't think anybody expected him to go probably two points away from the, uh, going to uh, Hudson Valley to play in the state semis. Uh, also, we're going to give a special award to uh, Chris, Kristen Wegren, the coach at uh, Grand yeah. Island High yeah. School, for what she's added to the basketball community in general, not necessarily the uh, immediate prowess of her team. And a past recipient mm. of the G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. Exactly. Now, having said that, our top 25 is fifth team from Maple Grove, Bree Hall, Tough decision there. It could have made any one of three or four girls there a well-balanced team. In the end, what uh, made us select her was she was uh, part, named to the all-star team in uh, Hudson Valley. Continuing, Brooke Woodard from Eden, Kira Wood from City Honors, Gabby McDuffie from Olmstead, and Lois Garlow from Mount St. Mary's rounds out the fifth team. <coughs> Fourth team from... Panama, two girls from Panama, Nicole Angeletti and Kylie Shinars. Great one-two combination. It's good that we had them on the fourth team. We wouldn't want to segregate them and make one higher or lower. That worked out well. To Shawnee uh, Cornfield from Lakeshore, that was a tough one. There's three girls on uh, Lakeshore. They were double overtime. They lost to Pitt Menden. Menden not only won the... Uh, Public school championship, but they won the federation championship uh, as well. So Lakeshore is probably the de facto state runner-up A-team in New York State. Rounding out that team, Amelia Strong from Cardinal O'Hara and uh, Carly Wilkie from Portville. Third team, Lydia Sweeney from Grand Island. Eric Raddick from Southwestern. From Frontier, their 1-2 combination, Claire Krushka and Kennedy Izzo. Kennedy Izzo going to end trip to play for Nate Butel. And finally, the real McCoy, Abby McCoy, Daniel uh, Haskell's teammate at Franklinville. Had a just great playoff season from uh, the uh, sectional semifinals on. Team 2, and uh, before I uh, go any farther on Team 2, don't get me wrong, Anthony. Team two could probably give Team one all they could handle in the game. That's how good they were. That's how tough it was with the top ten. Ella Wanzer from Amherst, Sarah Tully from East uh, East Aurora, Siobhan Ryan from Sacred Heart, and teammates from Lakeshore, Sophie Snyder and Noelani Cornfield, and our first team from. Teammates from Cardinal O'Hara and family members from Cardinal O'Hara, Aaliyah Parker and Angel Parker. From St. Mary's of Lancaster, Shay Chesky. From Williamsville South, Amari DeBerry. From Olean, Sarah Pfeiffer. And our player of the year, I alluded to her earlier as Abby McCoy's teammate from Franklinville, New York State Class D champions, Danielle Haskell. I'm shocked. Amazing, amazing thing about this uh, top 26, Anthony, there are only six seniors on that group. Wow. 
So a lot of these you're going to hear about them next year, I'm sure. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Derek Kramer, thank you. Uh, once again, thanks to Sal Constantino. In the upcoming weeks, we are going to be getting into uh, boys and girls lacrosse. We have softball, baseball to get into. So we'll have all that more, and we'll continue to do some of these topics. Oh, Tom, you had something, too. Baseball preseason profiles will be going out this weekend, so we're going to be kicking off. Baseball's kicked off this weekend, and you'll see everything live on WNY Athletics shortly. Outstanding. All right, guys, thank you much. We'll talk to you next Next week with more Inside High School Sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.